All right, so welcome back to Come and Knock on Our Door. I'm Josh. I'm Dara. And we're going to be talking about actually a topic that's trending in the media right now, harassment. <laughs> I mean, let's just put it out there. Uh, why am I already laughing? Oh, let's discuss harassment. All right, so today we're doing things slightly differently. My co-host, Dara, is also our guest so I'm going to be asking the questions, and Dara is going to be giving us some insight to um, her, you know, her experience with harassment. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll also be asking myself some questions too. <laughs> so let's put our seatbelts on and let's Thelma and Louise this shit, shall we? <laughs> vroom, vroom, motherfuckers. Vroom, vroom. All right, here we go, Dara. Yes. So growing up, what was your knowledge and grasp on harassment? So being raised by two um, city-raised parents, San Francisco and New York City, respectively, I was always raised with, carry your keys between your fingers, walk with purpose, look around you, know who's around, always like keep your eyes out look under the car, look in the back seat. I mean, I was raised in the suburbs like there was a rapist around the corner at any given moment. That helped because it just gave me a sense of self, a sense of awareness. I could always read people. I remember one time I was working um, for a big hotel and um, yeah, I had a park in the garage and I was leaving and I was going downstairs and a man threw his arm in the elevator to stop it at the last minute and rode the elevator down with me. And I just remember that inner voice just being like, don't get out of the elevator. So I just pretended I forgot something and went back upstairs, but it was really uncomfortable because I was like 21. When you have these encounters as a woman, you're constantly on high alert. If you have that sense of awareness, you're looking for and trying to anticipate where am I going? Who's around me? What could happen? So I think transitioning to our co-op and apartment living in New York city, it is a false sense of security in a doorman building that, you know, nothing's going to happen. Even in your suburban home. I mean, anyone can pop open a window absolutely and be hiding i mean not to freak anyone out but hiding under your bed in your closet i mean when i come home just even as a man i'll tell you i have this weird thing i always like in my studio downtown i check the shower i check the closet like i i'm like because you never know i mean i don't do like a ritual but i definitely when i walk through the room and i'm in there and i come back after like even a full day of work and it's late i'm like it's almost like a a checklist because I just, you know, I think growing up in the city, you just, you never feel fully, like, you know, shit can just happen. Totally. And that is, um, that's part of the the benefit of having to think like that and anticipate and just not ease into, um, quote unquote, things like that don't happen in these parts. I mean, that's not the narrative. There is no home sweet home. (laughs) 
I know. So yeah, in regards to like her outward harassment, um, I didn't experience any typical um, harassment that I think would constitute like a huge story growing up, you know, the Monica Lewinsky stuff with Bill Clinton, we are the same age, are the same age. So that was always, um, to me, it always occurred like, oh, he's like this dirty old man. Mm. And at the same time, she occurred as a whore. <laughs> I mean, and, and it wasn't, and it wasn't so right, really, but that's no, but, where the media she just looked like, you know, I mean, she loved the attention and in DC, that was like, that was the, uh, oh gosh, who would be like, um, you know, like when Kristen Stewart was caught kissing that married director, yeah. and that was big, like that in DC, it was like the president in a intern. But she was, that was, only 21 and now that would never oh my gosh i mean kim kardashian makes a sex tape and now she's one of the most powerful women in the world in right. the 90s kim kardashian not monica Lewinsky gives the president a blowjob she's a whore she's satan i mean it's sort of ridiculous when she sort of i mean she put herself on i would say in a dumb situation but she's sort of the victim in that situation at the end of the day right so when we're talking about the word harassment if it's um, manipulation and someone's older and there's grooming involved and there's intent to harm long-term, I think the harassment can start off um, as almost flirtatious mm -hmm. or just like, oh, that's just a guy being a guy. Mm -hmm. And at what point does it start to feel like too much? You know, it's the age old, like, can a woman walk by a group of construction workers and not have all the catcalling and all of that versus someone um, really invading your, whether it's your personal space or saying something to you when um, it leaves you feeling threatened. I think that that that's, line, that, that's that difference. That distinction is, is it annoying? And is like, do I expect that from this group of people to say that? Um, or because in some cultures, cat calling is crazy here. It's not like this, but my, you know, my family who lives in um, South America, they get offended when they walk by construction workers and they don't get a, a whistle. It's so different. Like Mike, I had a cousin who was very insecure and all her friends would get whistled and she wouldn't. And so she would walk by a thousand times until they would whistle at her because it was seen as a compliment. It's so, in New York, it's like, it's like, you're an ass. <laughs> but, but in a lot in America, it's like, oh, like I'm a woman, I'm sexy. And it, but it also goes both ways with men. They'll do it to men. They'll be like, come here a second. Like, and they'll pinch men's butts. It's so, I think harassment in each culture has it has a different definition but duck but i think where it stays the same is when it feels violating or it feels dirty and gross and it's not playful anymore and it's not sort of like this dance this flirtatious dance it's I'm, i've put out a signal that or even if you haven't it's when someone's just not purposely not reading cues and is just going for something that's just inappropriate 
Isn't that interesting how, um, it, you know, and it's just, I don't feel like I'm, I'm bringing anything new or different to the conversation right now because I think of my friend who um, is a hardcore lesbian and she's in her 60s and told me back in the day when I was all into Mad Men and binge watching it, she goes, I was a secretary mm. on Wall Street at 20. And you better believe that's exactly Couple how it went down. And I was just like, no, oh my gosh, she is like, so not the person who even looks like that's part of her, um, that's in her memory bank. And yeah, it just, you know, it goes to show how there is almost um, an evolution mm -hmm. that's occurring where it's like these old school men, mm -hmm. they're, they're sort of like aging out. Yes. Uh, you know, where it's going to become less and less um, acceptable. Even we're seeing it with Cuomo now. Yeah. And just that being in the news, it's like, is it in their minds a power play with women in general? Or is it an age thing? Or is it like um, the assumption that, oh, the younger you are, the more you're going to tolerate it? Um, which I feel like fast forward to why we're having this conversation yeah. because this happened. This happened in our building. Uh -huh. But before we get to that, I wanted to ask you, because you were talking about this idea of that certain type of man aging out. Now the conversation, mm -hmm. and it was controversial, shifted in 2017 when hashtag me too, it went viral. And especially a woman's point of view, because I've heard multiple opinions. Did you like it? Or did you see it with flaws? Did you like that hashtag? And do you think it changed the conversation? Because what was being said was, now this bad behavior, tsk tsk, it's no longer accepted. But I know people liked it, but there were also women who found issue with it. I wanted to know how you viewed this shift in conversation through a hashtag, hashtag me too. I think it gave the secretaries of yesteryear a platform to validation. Really, validation to just go, man, finally. Like, and I feel like it really started to surface around the Bill Cosby yes. stuff um, where it just started to, um, it started to reinforce their strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. And when everyone keeps telling the same story, did and how it made you feel and how it made you feel, there is something validating for women who have experienced the cat call walking by a construction worker who may be relating to their hashtag me too moment like that because they have to walk past a construction site every single day of their life Yes, or the you know, the actress in, on the casting couch who did. So I think it really depends on somebody's um, past experience with either, like, let's say low level um, harassment and extreme would be abuse. And, yeah, like just right. Yeah. So how that occurs to somebody individually could really feed into their um, stance they're going to take. I had a moment, again, when I was working um, in the hotel, I saw an old high school 
uh, principal. Mm -hmm. We had such a large high school, each um, grade had its own principal. And uh, he saw me and I said, oh, Mr. So-and-so, it's Dara, remember me, da 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 And we were just shooting the shit for a quick second. And he goes, he looks over both shoulders, like, does that move? Yeah. And he goes, stand up for me. And oh, was that's, like, I was like, that's horrible. Oh my God. I was like, why? And like, these are the moments. What where did you do? Um, well, I stood up okay. and, and I was behind a desk mm -hmm. and I was like, and he goes, turn around for me. And I was like, it's and that, I was in a suit. It's that Fox News moment where they were saying with, what's his name? Um... I cannot think Fox News moment. Hold on. In that movie that just came out, it was with Kate McKinnon and oh, Charlize Theron. It was the Megan. Um, oh my gosh. I'm... No, that's okay. Um, I know. I can't think either. I was. Um... The okay. Megan that pisses everyone off. <laughs> um... <laughs> no. Hold on. Just, you have to do a quick I, Google. I know. No, do a quick Google. Um. Oh, yeah, but keep, yeah, but um, I realized in that moment that I didn't want to stand up, I didn't want to turn around, and I didn't have the ability to process as quickly as the request was happening. So I just did it to do it, spun around really quick, and then sat back down. And that was enough for me. It's like by the time I realized what had just happened. I didn't have a hashtag to put to it. So mm. this gives context to women who have already experienced something and it gives context to women who maybe haven't. But Megan Kelly. Able, oh, Megan <laughs> Kelly. Oh, with the, um, Megan Kelly with the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. The, the, no, 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 that was good. Um, yeah, so you, you know, depending on the power the man has or, um, the position and the money and blah, 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 it really, I think has, it gave women a little bit more confidence to think if, and when this does happen again or at all, I have some frame of reference to put to it. And you have backup. And you have backup. Now there is this hashtag. Like if you say to your boss, I'm having a hashtag me too move, move moment and you're actually using it i mean in a genuine way not as a yeah not as like, like a not as like kind of a way like i could get someone but it's genuine mm -hmm. it, it is a support system and now companies know they cannot just be like oh that just happens or just look the other way or conversely someone who might feel like that hashtag is so played out a woman could say this isn't me just wanting to claim i've had a hashtag me too moment mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z exactly. happened. Here are the facts. Here are the, you know, because I think a lot of people found that there was almost like everyone just jumped on board and it was just like down with men. Like it was just a movement to take. That was the negative side. That was the negative side where it's like with anything you cannot, um, yeah, it's the pros and cons of social media yeah. and how this all plays out. It's, it just happened to be a very real um, occurring situation for these 
narcissistic celebrity types who it looked like was were getting away with murder for yeah. years yeah. and years and years and someone finally just again put context pop the balloon yep that, and said uh, here it here air it of is. narcissism egotistical yes. i can just do it and get away with it uh -huh. kind of put the pen yep i mean i'm watching watching entourage with my family right now which is now 15 years old is it really it's old but and it doesn't but when you're watching it it doesn't feel old except you're like wow first of all it's shitty that this went on and second of all that show would not be made today because it, unless it was in the frame of this is what not to do this was sort of showing you this is hollywood look at these guys getting all this pussy and blah blah that is not and also that type of guy to want to be like is aging it's kind of dying out because now we know a lot of the abuse that went with that to the women and the sense of i can do what i want so watching that show now and having this conversation the thing we keep saying is i mean we're enjoying it it's not that i'm not going to watch something but saying wow it's like wow this would not fly on tv and hopefully in the industry hopefully it isn't happening anymore because it is it is wrong at I the mean, end of the day i have watched both grease and 16 candles as of recently oh. two of my favorite childhood Grease. movies and oh dear god there is so much that is just socially can nikki's canceled like, no. i mean can nikki's canceled um yeah it, like i mean just the the, the sexual harassment the, the I, I mean sandy gets harassed by those remember when they come in the car and they go oh sandy oh sandy in the screaming sort of like that romeo and juliet moment uh -huh. that i don't think would fly either no i mean anymore i think that would be seen as harassing a girl and that these guys are just a bunch a bunch of like douches totally i mean there was i mean don't so worry i love grace and i'll watch I, and i will watch I it do. i will I watch it watch. 500 more times before i croak i'm going to be watching it i'm, I'm not saying i'm not saying don't watch grace watch it I can't, I mean, I can't, I could never stop watching Grease and I'm watching it with my son and I found myself going, don't pull up a girl's skirt at the dance. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot and about like, yeah. And then like when, say, when Danny's got or his putting hand the, over like around the drive-in and yeah. like he's about to grab her boob. And putting the heads up the skirts, remember that before summer nights? I mean, none of that. Oh my God. I know. I and, mean, it's real. Like now the girls would go to the principal's office, that kid would be expensive. Belt. That's what, it, I, it wouldn't be like, oh, Kenneke. Oh. oh my gosh! I mean, it's really. I it's it's it was something watching it through this lens now because you can see where it's just become, um, intolerant. Like I, yeah, it's and and yet there are still people that it's like it it it, it hasn't even it hasn't even registered on their radar. Yeah. All right, so now why we're having this conversation. This past summer, you divulged to me something very personal and also very disturbing that was going on in our, and I want to put, I'm putting up the parentheses, safe building. Um, you told me that someone in our co-op, who I'm, a, I, I'm aware of who they are, um, had been harassing you for years. and. I just want to know like how it got started and what was involved in this said harassment. It was 
uncomfortable staring in the elevator when you could ride elevators. Yeah, with other people. I mean, maybe maybe this is one benefit of COVID. I, I do not mind riding an elevator alone. Same. I will tell you. No um, more small talk. Like, eh, how's, uh, your, how's your cocker spaniel? <laughs> I don't care. Oh, Josh. I know. Um, it was, yeah, just staring and then um, weird mumbling things that were just being said that I couldn't hear yet were so obviously directed at me. And this started to happen when I passed this person on the street. I mean, it didn't even have to be in our building. And this was going on for years and what I, kind of mumblings i mean that you're comfortable sharing like mumblings like things i cannot specifically um things i can't specifically say however they were they would be low level complimentary and at the worst creepy and, and inappropriate okay. and and not outwardly sexual in nature just gross i mean what is wrong with and this someone? is a married a, man with children just so yes, everyone is aware with a with a cringe factor that uh, oh my gosh it, it really is um i think again in being older I didn't have that gut reaction of like, let me report this. Well, you, you were also raised in an error still where it was like, this is what men do. This is what's okay. Maybe, maybe there was some that of that. Was, not that it was okay. It was that it's so not okay, but who the hell, who the fuck am I going to tell? Mm. Like you don't tell on someone in this context it's just where you live i guess you just put up with it i didn't even think i was putting up with it i was just like what is wrong with this person yeah what is wrong with this person yeah. why is this person going out of their way to mumble grumble utter mutter just low groan like oh josh it was just like yeah, like you just, ooh, you can just feel skeevy afterwards. And so you, you start to avoid. Hmm. So one thing you told me, well, I was going to say, how did it leave you? So it left you feeling gross. Gross. And then coming home after that happening, coming home to your children, or, or it even happened, you told me a couple of times when your kids were with you. Yeah. That as a mother, how do you, how do you feel? Like such filth is happening and you're, you know, you, you have young kids and, uh -huh. and you're trying to protect them, but you're, no, it's hard. No, I'm not. And, and, because... and you brought an apartment in this building because you thought this is a nice place to live. It's safe. It's a it's a neighborhood type place. And yet there's this creep going around harassing you and who knows who else, who, what other women? And That's it, the other question. It is. And I think that it goes to show that, um, you know. And I've seen him do it. I just want to put that out there. Yep. To someone else. But Demographics do not always matter. I think, um, again, I am going to 
I'm going to pinpoint personality. There's something in someone's head that is giving them carte blanche in those moments to behave towards somebody with the inability to pick up on the cue. Mm. I can't, I can't look at someone with more seething vitriolic hatred than I did at this person oh. before I confronted them okay. a month ago. I mean, like it was, it was so apparent. I mean, how, so after, I mean, this was five years of this yes. craziness. What, I mean, what made you confront him and also what went down? I, I have it because. Do you think COVID played a role or you just had had it? Okay, hold up. We got to go back because we know that the way everything shifted shifted during COVID mm-hmm. brought out crazy in people yep. that it, it, it just, everything became less tolerant than prior to 2020. There was, I, I, what I could tolerate in 2019 and, and, you know, before it was, I had a much higher threshold for this kind of stuff. Okay. There, the way things were unfolding this year with the crazy that we were seeing inside the building, outside the building, my threshold shortened my bandwidth just, yes. And it, it just, we all feel so violated and topsy-turvy and our worlds are, you know, we've got this virus that could, you know, come at us at any moment, perhaps people um, putting all of that extra energy out into the world affected me from something that was already occurring. Mm. Like when is enough enough? And so it's funny how had COVID not happened, Josh, I would probably still be tolerating it. I never thought about that actually until wow, it's like what, what is your threshold? What's your, what's your, I'm, I'm done moment. So what did that break look like? So creepy man comes over, mumbles something horrible and you. And I was on the phone with my mom and <laughs> I had had it. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, what? I just said hi. And I'm like, well, don't. Mm. And it was like fast and swift and just, um, I had passed him on the street. He had said something prior to me um, confronting him. And then after I told him not to the other day, he had, you know, a few days later or whatever, he had uh, walked past my friend and me outside the building and went out of his way to walk by and still say something. And I went, that's it. And and you were like, you need to report this. I didn't even know reporting. I it, told you this quote. summer. I was like, why have you not jumped on this? I mean, this and is horrible. I, and see, that's where, again, I think, you know, when you, when you talk about like the 24-year-old today, talking to the 47-year-old today, I can't believe that I arrived at a point in my life where 
you you were like, uh, lady, you need to get on this and report. Like, I can't believe you had to like kick me in the ass to like take action around this because I, in my own mind, didn't think it, it was yet action worthy. Um, hello, I haven't even been able to go into the laundry room if I saw him down there. I would have to turn around and walk away. I didn't even know that was like an option to not experience that. It just didn't cross my mind because I have so many other things going on. So for listeners that are that maybe are having the same experience in their building, especially because this is sort of what we're talking about, who do you report it to? Like what like what's the protocol? Well, you know, if there isn't like a direct supervisor, let's say like if you're experiencing it at work, um, I have to say documentation before you even go with the whole like tattletale. To the management agency. Yeah. Or you know what I mean when I say tattletale, like how someone would want to spin it who doesn't want to deal with it could Mm -hmm. gaslight you and make you look like, do you always overreact like this? I see or whatever, not today, you can't do, but I'm saying there's still, I'm sure instances where people might still feel like they're the ones to be made to look crazy. And before we continue, I just, we have to sort of like in the old days, switch the tape up and we'll be right back with this conversation. And we're back, we switched up our tape 80 style. Dara, back to you, continue. I would tell anybody who is experiencing um, any harassment to the second it starts happening to document when, where, why, what, who, all of that. Because if you don't have a Josh in your life, who's going like, um, hello, report this shit. This is not normal. I honestly, I would have I would have kept tolerating this. And it's 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 kind of embarrassing because it wasn't outwardly like um it wasn't so outwardly offensive, it was so covert. And that's what I think was it was like a slow burn over the years and COVID just sped it up, exacerbated everything. My intolerance for people not treating each other with consideration or respect. And just taking this past year as a free-for-all to just say, do, think, feel, throw up all over anyone who isn't in alignment with them is just, and then, you know, and then you're still getting some creepy dude in his comments. Um, Everyone has, when it comes to harassment, um, everyone has a threshold. I agree. I mean, yeah, because I, I like to me, there were just so many bigger things going on this year. Do you know what I mean? Like, I pass them and I'd be like, "Ugh, you." Fair, you know? I mean, fair enough. Like in March, it was such a m- minuscule thing. It was like, my kids are home. There's a virus. Your creepiness is sort of now it's not even on the radar. gone down. Yes. My fear, though, not maybe not with this guy, is if someone allows this to continue, can it get worse with this person? Maybe comes to you knows comes to your it's waiting outside of your apartment like if it gets to that neck like is it better to nip it in the bud just in case it does get worse and that's what i think to signal um, i'm not putting up for i'm this. not putting up with it you picked the wrong person exactly. yes because i think that people will push 
the boundary to see what they can get away with. Mm. Um, especially if there's like weird, you know, mental <laughs> issues. <laughs> issues. Sorry, but it is just, it is mm. so, so inappropriate. And um, I, I really do um, think that having context to put to this feeling, mm -hmm. whether you reference it as hashtag me too, or whether you reference it as um, being woke or more self-expressed or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. Anyone can put any language to it. I think women no longer have to put up with it. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think allowing harassment or seeing it as a part of life is no longer acceptable. Yes, I agree. It's no longer acceptable. I agree. And, you know, I do want to reiterate that, like, you know, what's fun is that you and I can sit and talk about, like, what's occurring in our building. And it is like just this little snapshot of a moment in, like, New York City life where you are just experiencing this subculture of people you would otherwise never be friends with. Absolutely. And then. Except us. Except us. <laughs> no, except Josh and Dara. Um, you're getting that little bit of, um, okay, I can fake saying hi to you. Now you've just taken everything and to some like ridiculous level of crazy fuckery crazy fuckery <laughs> disgusting yes and i don't want to have to live here with that and what can co-op i mean because we are because we are in a co-op but what can co-ops or a condo or a, a building in which people live can do better to prevent this behavior and address it because if you're experiencing it, other people are experiencing it. That then know that um, there is something in the bylaws. Oh. And a... Just like you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. You can't harass you, your yes, residents. You cannot mumble obscenities and disgusting... Um, disgusting shit under your breath when a mother walks by god this is the stuff that just gets me like yes like it's like a thick and we'll let our viewers around, decide which one is more important yeah i mean if i'm gonna leave it at that right right 100 if you're our listeners sorry not viewers they cannot see us no, they, they can't <laughs> i don't think um i do have jeans on though that would be so creepy if uh if he was like, like nice jeans <laughs> tomorrow be like, oh, are you listening no. to our podcast? No, I'm, I'm thinking of all the people during Zoom who are all like business on top. And like naked on the bottom. Yeah, right. Oh <laughs> Pajamas on the bottom. Pajamas on the bottom. <laughs> Why am I saying naked? Who's doing I mean, maybe someone is. I don't know. Yeah, like that guy in that, remember? He got was like, all, all those weird Zoom stories. Like, just what like when the, when, when the green light's on your Mac, just be normal. God, if you're in a Zoom meeting and your camera's off, I'm still paranoid. I'm like, be normal. Oh my god! Like, I keep your hands out of your pants. Yeah, just be normal. Be like you're in a meeting, because you are. 
Is that asking too much? Is that asking too much? Just keep your weirdness, or not weirdness, just keep your personal behavior when, I don't know, like at night, like everyone else. Yes. Like just, like, yeah, not when your laptop is even open. Just like close it. To close it. Close exactly. it and you can... Exactly. And you can tie yourself up and smack yourself. <laughs> I don't care. Just do it in private. <laughs> and I oh, think no. on that note, I think we covered harassment for this week. Yes, we did. We did. Until next week. Until next week. Thank Thanks, you, everyone. Josh. Thank you, Dara. <laughs> Bye, everyone.